It's another episode of America's Hometown Horror that is yet again brought to you by Bruch. If you've listened to our show before, you know that Bruch is an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth. With powerful sonic technology and ultra-gentle bristles, the Bruch redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like that feeling when you just leave the dentist a whole fresh mouth clean every single day. Our listeners, those would be the listeners of America's Hometown Horror, get 15% off their total purchase with code POD15, that's P-O-D-1-5, not the band, the code. Follow the link in our show description and enter the code POD15, that's P-O-D-1-5, to get your exclusive discount and upgrade your oral care routine. Been so excited since I got a brush, you guys. Big time excited. Big, big, I tell ya. Great. All I was going to say was, <laughs> don't bring me down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> perfect. That's awesome. Perfect, perfect. And away we go. <laughs> what is going on, folks? What's up? How's everybody doing? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of America's Hometown Horror. My name is Mike. I'm your host. But as always, I am not in the studio by myself doing this. I have some co-hosts here with me, and that would be Kat and Andrew. Guys, what's going on? What's the haps? Not much. What's going on with you? Something different on her end. Not much. What's not much. going on with you? There's something going on. You're twirling your hair. What's on your mind? You got something. You're Phone stuff. Something. Oh, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I'm prepared for this week's Oh, episode. you got your categories out? I have my notes out, nice. and I'm just making sure that I have every point that I want to make. I enjoy preparation. To, Very so. nice. That's a preparation. Even if it's um, last minute, I just want to make sure that I have them prepared. 90%. 90% preparation, 10% yep. each. Absolutely. So, yeah, what's been going on? What have, what have you guys been doing since the last time we recorded? You guys watched oh. anything good? Anything good going on? Anything happening in life? I'll defer to Kat. She always has something good to say. Um. I didn't really have time to watch much. Hey, we're all back. Let me down. Much. Yeah, I know. I really didn't have a lot of time. Um, no, there's not much that I can report. I I restarted watching Million Little Things, but that's not really horror related. <laughs> I don't even know what you're it's talking horrifying, about. It's horrifying, but it's, uh, yeah. What is that? It's like it's it's like a this, it's is like a this is us type show. show. It's, it's oh. ABC's version of This Is Us. And yeah, it's awful. So you watch oh, ABC shows now? It's all on the DVR. I'm just binging. I'm trying because I started. I watched still an ABC ago. show. I know, I know. It's good. I like just it. Just checking. That's all I've been. Really, Sounds terrible. I mean, I haven't really. I've just been kind of trying to get through it and catch up. But trying to get through this. Yep. I'm trying much. to get through this. Yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. Andrew, nothing to report. Oh, what about uh, uh, dude? Talk I've to me about watching, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, documentary on Netflix called Sons of Sam. Yeah. Talk to me. Very about intriguing. I've seen three out of the four episodes, and it is. I never knew much about the whole Son of Sam. Yeah. Thing. I just assumed it was Berkowitz. Like that's what it was. But this goes in a lot. Big different direction. Yeah. Like, ties it in with cults, and I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not going to, but if you want to watch something really good, a nice four-episode documentary, watch Sons of Sam. It le- Each episode ends, and you just want to keep watching. Like, it's just very interesting. Whether any of it's, like, actually factual, like, it's all right. based off of, I mean, it seems like it's very, what's the word? Mm. Starts with an S. It's, uh, it's right there on the tip of my tongue. Okay, well, we can um, pass and go back. Can we no, I need time? to know what the fucking word is. It's uh, very... Um, mm, not circumstantial, because that starts with that's a C. A C. <laughs> um, very speculative. Okay. Speculative. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. It seems very speculative. Yeah. Okay. Well, most documentaries, but I feel like, are pretty also, one-sided. Yeah. They're but, trying to make you I mean, believe a point. But I like, like Like, to me, it makes sense. But then again, I haven't done any research. I don't know anything. So who the fuck am I to say? Probably a bunch of nonsense. But it's very interesting. It's very entertaining. It was made by the same guy, Josh Zeman, or Zeman. Whatever his name is, he did uh, Cropsy, Cropsy, oh, Cropsy, okay. Cropsy, yeah, Cropsy, Cropsy documentary, a uh, couple other ones, but Cropsy's good. I Cropsy's seen really good, time. and this takes place. It's same area. It's Yonkers, New York. Really, so it's something that probably hit home with them. Yeah, that's mm. where the son of Sam actually lived. Was in Yonkers. I think Berkowitz lived in Yonkers too, but he lived right he up the street have. from him. Yeah, it's very. It's just very interesting. What are my a lot of compelling from Yonkers. evidence. Yonkers. My uh, <clears throat> former landlord, who's dead now, talked about Yonkers all the time. So, mm. cool. 
It's bonkers. All right, so you recommend? Uh, I Sons highly of recommend Sand. watching it. I haven't finished it yet. I got one more. But yeah, I very, can't wait. I can't wait. Very to watch this. interesting. Yeah, Netflix has kind of been on fire lately with the true crime documentaries between Cecil Hotel and then Night Stalker, and now this mm. seems like seems like they have the true crime game nailed down. So, oh, it's awesome. So I had a chance to uh, <laughs> watch uh, a 2021 horror movie called Willie's Wonderland, which is that Nicholas Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, it was fucking ridiculous. It was absolutely oh, insane. The premise of the movie is that Nick Cage. Uh, his car breaks down in a town. It gets towed to a gas station, and uh, Nicholas Cage doesn't have any cash. They don't have an ATM, so he agrees to work off the cost of fixing the car at an old, abandoned, like Chuck E. Cheese type restaurants with like fucking like all the animatronics and all those like weird animals and all that stuff. Nick Cage doesn't speak one word in the entire movie huh. at all. Silent. That's probably better for him. Yeah, yeah. His voice is annoying. And it's it was actually like it wasn't terrible. I, I actually enjoyed it. The the you know the effects with the animatronics were actually kind of cool. It's not a terrible watch, but it's you got to know what you're in for. It's a goofy fucking Nicolas Cage movie where he's fighting animatronics mostly with like a broomstick. That's I wonder insane. if they had to pay him more to not talk. Maybe. Like, I guess I, I I read about the movie after the fact, and apparently like he was kind of intrigued by having a part in a movie that he didn't actually have to like say anything. Huh? Well, and Ryan, just try to act like with his like you know one of, one of the best movies. Expressions in Drive. Ryan Gosling says like eight words, and he's phenomenal in that hmm. movie. But Interesting. Then again, hmm. I love Ryan Gosling well, in Drive. Yeah. You do you do love Ryan? Your man Gosling. crush? <laughs> no, hundred percent. Not just a man crush. I feel like anybody would be attracted to that man. Did I tell you I saw where Nick Cage is going to be buried? Oh, yeah, oh yeah. where is he going um, to So be in Louisiana, he made a... There's a cemetery that I went to when I went for my bachelorette party. And, like, they're different than any other cemeteries around here. Everyone's buried either above ground or, like, in these kind of drawer things. It's very creepy. I mean, definitely watch if you have some sort of, yeah. like, YouTube video on the New Orleans, like, cemeteries there. Because yeah, they're above the water they're, level. They're, they're above the water table. Yeah. Essentially. Kind of, yeah. All, almost all of them are like that. They're above ground because if they're they're below the water table. So yeah, no. they've run into problems where bodies, like, literally, they've said that, <laughs> yeah. where bodies were floating around because they buried them underground a long, long time ago before they knew that. Yeah, that's insane. Um, that's crazy. But Nick Cage made, like, this significant donation to the cemetery because he wanted to be buried there, and it was solely New Orleans residents only. And his tomb, which looks like a pyramid, yeah. is not marked. It doesn't say Nick Cage anywhere, but it's going to be his plot when he dies. Sounds like wow. he's involved with the Illuminati. Something like that. I mean, Nicolas Cage is a weird guy. Yes. Anyway, I mean, well, he pyramids. Owned, he owned the murder house there for a little bit. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, he owned the house. Did they mention that, they... that on the tour? That was probably the best ghost tour we've ever been on. To be yes. Honest. Yeah. Yeah. They. They. That was. He owned that for a little bit. Like it's been through a that. bunch of different owners, but he was one of them. Sweet. Yeah. yeah I, I had no clue that he owned that, which I'm not surprised by. I had heard at one point when I was living in Newport that he actually like owned a house in Newport too. And... I mean, a lot of people own a house in Newport. Right. Are, even for a minute, like yeah. just to own a house in Newport. Yeah, I think the of... I think the Cage one I had heard was like on Ocean Drive, which I wouldn't be. That surprised That would make at. sense. Yeah. yeah. But, With uh, Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so uh, Willy's Wonderland, I mean, I'd wait for it to come on one of the movie channels. I wouldn't pay money to rent uh, it like I did. But I also, I rented, which we have for a month, but we have obviously not yet watched, finally, because uh, the price dropped, was The Little Things with Denzel and oh, Jared yeah. Leto and Rami Malek. Yeah, we should watch that on soon. HBO. That'd be cool. So I'm kind of excited to watch that because I feel like I've been trying to watch it for like months now, and it finally like Jared dropped who? in price. Leto. Yeah, you said Leto. Leto. I always Leto. Always Leto. I know. I know. Oh, so guys, anything else? I mean, I don't actually have a whole you lot of news. You don't have a lot of news? No. Oh, that's so exciting. No, I saw one thing today, uh, <laughs> right before we went on, when I was, I was cruising through the bloody disgusting app, and they had uh, basically, the, I guess, uh, FX re- like said that. Uh, American Har- the two new American Horror Story series that are coming out this year. Uh, the one that's called American Horror Stories, plural, which is going to be an anthology series. It's going to be straight to Hulu starting in the summer, in Who? July. Who? Hulu. Hulu. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Hulu. W.B. Mason knew. Yeah, but then the uh, the only other thing that they had in there was that the, uh, the the newest season of American Horror Story, the one that they filmed in Provincetown, is going to debut in the fall. So right around Halloween time. So they have yeah. two nice. seasons coming out in one year? 
Well, they're starting this new series, American Horror Stories. Oh, so it's two different. And each episode's an anthology. It's a spin-off. Spin-off. And it's, I guess that is exclusively on Hulu. Who knew? Who? Who knew? Who, Who knew? knew? Yeah. Mason. Who but that's kind of the only, uh, the only, the only other piece of news that I saw that like piqued my interest. Cool. So we can just move right on to the movie. You guys ready to do that? Yes. It's fresh in our minds. It's a new movie. Hey guys, before we uh, you know get into the movie and everything, can you talk to me about what it was like to go back to the movie theater for the first time in yes. well over a year? I thought yeah. it was awesome. Creepy yeah. as fuck. Yeah, it was very right. creepy. Yeah. yeah. Going to the bathroom, was. nobody in there. It was so weird. Heard my keys it was jangling. So weird. I got the hammy jimmies up my neck when I went to the bathroom because we're watching this weird movie. Well, there's was, no but one there was, there. there was literally nobody <laughs> there. Even people that worked there weren't working because they weren't there. Was there was one person I saw that worked there the it, entire we, time. We the just, guy that gave you the popcorn and the drink. He's the same guy. Yeah. That was it. I think that was the only one I saw. I feel like this is a serial killer movie. It's like an he like killed everybody. You... Yeah, it's yeah. like an Are You Afraid, afraid of the Dark, of the dark yeah. yeah. Well, there's an Are You Afraid of the Dark uh, episode right. that takes I place know. in the movie theater. I yeah. know. And I felt like it was just as vanquished weird. And, or whatever. Which made it even so, so weird. Yeah. Vanquishing. But it was yeah. nice. Like, I told my coworkers, I was like, you know, we're podcasting and... We went and saw a movie. They're like, you went to the movies? I was like, yeah, we went So last there was week. there was two people in the movie we saw. Yeah, other than us. I know. <laughs> Which actually made it pretty nice that it was just... Yeah, it was cool. They were probably pissed. I bet yeah. she was like, I was going to give you the meanest hand job, And then he was like, <laughs> no. there's people right there. Can we sit further back? Popcorn? Yeah. Like, I mean, you could still go and get... I feel like all of a sudden, like, we walked up to the snack stand, and like all of a sudden that kid just like popped up from behind the counter, like, hello. Yeah. Yes, I'm the ghost what of the movie theater. You, what can sir? I get for you, What can I get for you? And I won't say what movie theater we went to, but hint, it's it close by theater. if you live in Plymouth. It's a local uh, movie theater. But yeah, and I will say, they also... I bought all three of our tickets, and they didn't even check. Unnecessary. Could have walked in there without even buying tickets. But you want to support them, because, I mean, course. obviously... That's that's the biggest yeah. thing. I, I would never just try and sneak in, for Christ's sake. I'm 34, uh, 34 years no. old. Give them like, their money. They're <laughs> not going to sneak into a movie. Give them their $12 that they needed to yeah. stay open so that we can go there again. Yeah. I would say that the only thing... I'd go again. Um, I feel like a movie theater is the only place where it's socially acceptable. To give a hand job, okay. <laughs> like uh, other than maybe hands. like a funeral, right. like you want it, it's got to be secretive, dark. Like I really wish that we went to go see Godzilla versus Kong there because I feel uh, like it would have been like. But a it better... just that just came out there. I we know. We would have had to wait. a I month. I know. I know. We would have had to yeah. wait, but to see that movie. But yeah. so I'm glad I didn't would've... wait a month. And it was already that. paid for in HBO Max. But I feel like I, I know what you're saying, though. That is the perfect Mortal Kombat would have been pretty Mortal Kombat, oh, Mortal Kombat, Kombat would have awesome been dope. Too. That would have been awesome. I mean, there's still time. I feel like most movies would right. be better at the theater <laughs> with a big bag of popcorn. And a big Mountain Dew. Mm. Well, hey. the, uh, the good, Laffy Taffy. And an HJ. <laughs> the, uh, the good oh news God. is is that uh, very shortly we'll be able to go back and see A Quiet Place Part 2. I'm so excited And then after that. that, we get to see Candyman. Candyman. Yes. I can't wait for Candyman. It's going to be awesome. Movies but, are back. Movies are yeah, back. Yeah, like, and I just feel like a lot of people don't know. I think well, that it's great, too, that movies are back and nobody's going to the movies. I know. Because there's nothing better like than an lot, empty uh, movie well, that, right. That's what I was just going to say, is that I feel like a lot of people don't know that the movies are back open right now. I mean, I feel like it's... They're open. Well, now, now everything's open opening back up now, which now is how you know. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I would recommend, it. hey, if you want to go see this movie, which you can only see in theaters, I would recommend going to see it. And that movie, which we have not talked about for long enough, is Spiral from the Book of Saw. We've talked about this movie for so long. How many times did we say that we watched the trailer? Like, well, ten This times? was one of those movies that we were well, kind of we following it's closely. Been a year. We talked about it in the news a few separate times when there were updates on it. Obviously, it got delayed because of, you know, the, the pandemic and all that bullshit. But, uh... But yeah, first movie that we had seen in theaters since we saw Underwater, which was another uh, good horror movie that we saw last year. Terrible. And actually, uh, Wareham movie theaters, very nice. Yes. Mm, very nice, very comfy. I'd, I'd like to go back there. I would too. They got a nice little wine bar there. Mm, they got a nice little everything mm. there. It's very comfy. Very it's nice. just little tiny bottles of Sutter Homes. Mm. But but you might only be able to like get shoot <laughs> two showtimes for a movie, uh, you know, the entire day. They have day. delicious soft pretzels. Oh, I'm a soft pretzel guy, so that's awesome. Guys, talk to me about uh, Spiral from the Book of Saw. Andrew, you want to start out? Catherine? Overall thoughts? Yeah, what do you think? What did you think of the movie? I thought it was awesome. I love the Saw series, and I'm excited that they're going to, it seems like, after watching this one, that they're going to continue on with a new spin-off Saw series. Yeah, it certainly seems that way. This, I mean, spoiler alert. Yeah, I'm assuming if you're listening to this show now that you have probably already seen the movie or you're interested in seeing it, and obviously if you haven't yet, 
Uh, go watch it, then come back, pause it, and come back and listen to us. Go yeah. Ahead. Sorry. Um, spoiler alert, but it's it ends with an open ending, and it makes you think that there's going to be a sequel to this. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I, mean, I feel like every Saw movie that's made is intended for multiple sequels. Right. Which is kind of, I feel like, almost takes away from it as a franchise. But I did like this movie, so... Well, I, now you just wonder how many more. Like, I hope they just do, like, three and keep it, like, a trilogy or something and then call mm. it a day and then maybe they do a different thing. I don't know. I mean, because it gets to be too... Like, it was too many. I mean, mm. I, I've i seen probably, like, five of the Saw movies and then maybe I saw a few... I mean, but I only started, like, collecting the DVDs, like, one through three and then I was like, I'm not buying all of right. these DVDs. There's way too many. And now I can barely... Well, we have a... Xbox to play DVDs, but so many people I know now don't have a DVD player, like Andrew. I know. I feel like it's uncommon now. Oh, I'm so really sorry that I don't have everything. a fucking DVD player. Right, why, that's why what are I you mean. yelling at like, me? Like, why, but why would I, like, you know, I liked them so much I wanted to watch them all the time when they came out, but now I'm like, I'm not gonna buy something because I can stream it or I can, right. fi- but I mean, why would I keep a DVD player? Because yeah. I want to play my old DVDs. Well, you can't stream every Saw movie right. that's ever been made. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nor, nor would you want to because. Sure, ninety percent of them are garbage, mm. but they're okay. not garbage. There's good. There's good scenes in all of them. Scenes, well, of scenes. Them, you can well, watch YouTube scenes. True, you, yes, you, you can do that. You can do that. So, you were talking about potentially this being set up for sequels, and I agree with that. And I'll be interested in sequels if one particular actor and character in the movie uh, returns for them, because he was clearly the best part of the movie, and I'm sure we'll talk about that later. But that part is Chris Rock. Correct. Chris Rock was phenomenal in this movie, right? He was very oh, good. Oh, he was very yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, I thought he was far and away the best part of the movie. I'm surprised how fucking old he looks now. Yeah. I feel like he was always squinting. Squinting? Yeah, he was literally, like, I don't know if that was part of his, like, I'm in a horror movie role, but I felt like he was always, like, or had, like, bloodshot eyes, and they were just, like, squinty looking. Like, he was always just squinting. I think he was just I feel like that might have been. I think that was part of his character, yeah. though. I don't I think, think it was necessarily, was, saying, like, like, that was part of... So that was him, that was Chris Rock, and that was how he decided to play the character. So yes, okay. that was him. Right. Yeah, that was part yeah. of like his dramatic... He doesn't have to be squinting the whole right. time. Right, right. That's okay. on him. That was a pet peeve. Didn't like it, that part. Well, Sorry. I thought he was the best part of the movie. He was the best <laughs> character in the movie. He was hilarious and... You know, also, oh, the, like, how the, awesome is it to see Chris oh Rock God, in a his, Saw movie? The dialogue was fantastic. Oh, like God. the comedic dialogue was yeah. awesome. His oh, jokes I, were I laughed amazing. A lot. Yeah, yeah, I really laughed a lot, especially at the beginning when it shows him like undercover. Yeah, and he's walking around talking to people about getting divorced and shit. And right. I was like, it felt like you were watching a Chris Rock stand-up routine. It was awesome. Where he's like portraying like a gang. He's like undercover as a gangster or whatever, and he's just like fucking walking around with these people. And then at the end, like he gets caught with like, it. Almost like, and it was awesome. It almost felt like a comedic version of Training Day. Like yeah, with Denzel and that's yeah. a, Ethan th- Hawke. That's a very good way to put it. I think that's a a very good way to put this movie. But probably a little bit more violent, I would say, quite a bit more. Training Day is pretty, pretty violent, not as brutal, but as it's this, not though. as brutal as this. No. Not it's, as a di- it's a different type of movie, and, yeah. to begin with. And I feel like so I I actually kind of wrote this down, but I feel like you know because of the people being targeted in this movie, I feel like it feels like almost like the stakes are a little bit higher because they're actually police officers. They're getting targeted versus, like, you know, most of the people they portray in the prior Saw movies are, you know, according to Jigsaw, bad people and so, or morally corrupt people in some way, yeah, shape, these or form, right? technically bad Th- people. They very, they very much were, which we'll get to. But, um, yeah, it was just different because you were always kind of, like, most of those people in those movies you kind of looked at and they were, like, you know, kind of portrayed as, like, scumbags, most of the characters. Like, with one or two, like, redeemable characters per movie or something like that. So well, Carrie Yules wasn't a scumbag. He was just a doctor. Yeah, Dr. Gordon. Well, yeah, what did he, uh, Dr. Gordon, he cheated on his wife, and what else What else happened? Well, he let his son die. That well, too. not oh, that wait, it was his fault. Well, yeah, but I'm but saying, like, what, what did Jigsaw was... see that, and basically he failed him as a doctor? I feel like that was him why. As a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. He failed yeah. him as a doctor. Right. And he dug he up all that dirt on him. He failed his right. husband. Like, he had, he had a lot of problems. Yeah, which I'm sure we'll get some... scumbag. I mean, each person had their own flaw, which is why they were part of his puzzle, pretty much. I mean, every we're person... We're talking about some psychopath who likes Right, to well, and that's people. why he's a psychopath, is because yeah. he's like, oh, these people are bad, they need to Did die. they deserve to die? And I'm oh. going to kill them more so than, like, they deserve mm. to die, then like, he takes just to the next step. Just because someone's a drug addict doesn't mean they deserve to die, which well, is one of the characters that they portray. Right. Yes. That wouldn't fly nowadays. Um, well, they, yeah. she ends up being, like, 
his disciple. Yeah, so, Amanda doesn't. Yeah, but die. she initially was there because wasn't she over the like bed of needles? Right, she but had a everyone. Fucking, like, so no, but the, yeah, that was no, gross. no, no, that was in the second one. The first one, she had the mouth trap. Yeah, the she very the first. Very yeah, but first in the second one. one though, the reverse bear trap. Right, because she's helping him at that point. Because she was she was the person that escaped. Because he always like he gives you a way out. Like, so wait, you how could, is how is so she wasn't. Dropped into a bunch of needles. She was in the second. So saw. not okay, the first. I get one. that, but so I, I still don't understand how he's not punishing her. <laughs> You're well, saying, oh well, she, he's helping her. Well, how is she helping? How is so, he helping her? <laughs> first off, she got pushed in by one of the other guys. It was part right. of the it game. Wasn't her right. trap, it wasn't her yeah. trap. But it, she was there. She wasn't anticipating that to happen. She was. She was a mole. Seems like much. he didn't really care what happened to her. She well, of course not, because she's volunteering to like serve him now. Right, right, right. After right. the fact that she lived uh, through one okay. of his games, yeah. so the fact that she, I, I forget what she—it was the—it was the bear trap in her the mouth. The reverse bear trap. Do, yeah. Yes. Yeah. When she had the so, she had the scar. She had like almost like the Joker scars. Yeah. Right. That. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then after that, she just became a complete loon. But she was like worshiping the ground that he walked on. Pretty yeah, much. Of course. But why and was she became, in the bear trap initially? Because I, I, well, probably because she was a drug addict, okay, and I don't know okay. what else. So I w- if, again, that, again. if there was more, I don't remember her whole backstory, but yes. Okay. In short, so a mousy looking person. I yes, was kind of hoping well, the bear trap ripped her face off, but then. Yeah. Well. Um, just a side sorry? note. Just. Side <laughs> That's fine. Hey, back to Spiral. Though. Yes. So I, know. I think I was kind of surprised how much I actually like this movie, and I say that like. I knew going in it was going to be interesting because of Chris Rock. That's a different element to a horror movie. Samuel L. Jackson's in it too, obviously. And I was still kind of surprised. But, you know, obviously the the reason that I was kind of skeptical was Chris Rock. But I feel, I feel like it's the reason that most people would be uh, skeptical of seeing this. Because, okay, Chris Rock's in a horror movie. Like, how, could, how good could it actually be? Well, because he's never really done Right, much. he's never done it before. Which we'll talk more about uh, how he actually got into uh, producing and writing this movie, co-writing this movie. But um, you've actually seen like a lot of comedic actors recently working on horror movies to you know varying d- degrees of success. But like you know Danny McBride from Eastbound and Down, he wrote the new Halloween movie that came out a few years ago, and he also starred in Alien Covenant, which is an underrated movie. Uh, Jordan movie. Peele, obviously, Get Out, Us, the new Candyman remake that we already talked about. You know, Jordan. So there's a history of comedic actors turning to horror and having success there. So. That's I don't know why I was surprised that I actually well, it's like, like you, loved what it. Was that, who, who said that? That it was like, if you can make someone laugh or you can make someone scared, it's the same. Kind of the same type kind of, of thing. Well, yeah. and that's kind of like, I mean, you could even go into like depression and stuff with like comedians who go into depression because they're, everyone sees them at their high highs and not their low lows necessarily. So like, Some I can, yeah. can see like the dark side of comedy. Like there sure. is, there's a balance between the two. Sure. Of course. It's like the dark side of Disney. Kind of. Dark mm. side of Oz. Hashtag listen to our dark side of Disney episode. Yes. But yeah, I, I mean, I thought Chris Rock was hilarious in this movie, as always. And But I thought he was actually, Andrew, I know you said you didn't like him squinting, but I thought he was pretty good at selling his character. <laughs> and I thought most of the cast was pretty good. I agree. You know, pr- pretty good. Yeah. It's a Saw movie. Again, give people some leeway a little bit. Like right. some of the characters were worse than others, but some of them, most of them were actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, one thing that I couldn't help but notice, and Andrew, I'd be happy to hear your thoughts on this, because I know you're as big of a fan of this movie as I am, but, you know, it's been kind of, uh, I guess, written about after the fact that this version of Saw draws much more inspiration from a movie like Seven, much like the first Saw movie did. And I actually noticed these patterns, I think, thinking back about this movie. Did you get that at all when you were watching it? Now that you say it, it makes a lot of sense. Like, it's, it is very... I mean, there's no comparing. Uh, there is no comparing. Seven, seven is ten times better than this movie. So let's oh, not yeah. wait, wait, pretend not, like not that's what we're talking movie. about. No, no, no. Seven is ten times better than this movie. Right, but if you were to compare it to Saw 1. Five, seven is five Saw. times better? Seven is way better than Saw 1. <laughs> Saw 1 was great seven for is the sheer fact the best. that it had. I mean, Saw 1. We're not, I'm not even going to talk about Seven with this movie because... It's not a fair game. It's like a blowout. It's clearly seven. But Saw 1, what made that movie so good was it the, the ending of that movie was phenomenal. Like, this movie... You ever, never like saw the, that like, coming. The ending of this movie, you didn't... I didn't see it coming, you but it wasn't... It was it, no, I didn't see it coming, but it wasn't like that great of a... Oh, okay. I, once I saw it, I was like... 
eh, okay, you could do that. I would have preferred something different. Like, the ones that would have been more obvious probably would have been better, I think. Like, for instance, spoiler alert, when he has the saw in his hand, then he just finds the fucking key or gets the clothespin. Mm. No, I want to see him cut his arm off again. Do it again. Mm. Fuck it. See, I think they wanted to do something different. Clearly, they wanted to do something different here, which is what... But they wanted to give little nods to the fans of the Saw franchise. of course, because when you see him... Still could have done it different. Still could have had him cut his arm off. Yeah. They always give you a way out. Or his leg off, whatever it was. They always give you a way out. He knew the situation that he was in. He knew the case. And he thought to himself, this isn't going to cut my handcuffs. It's going to cut my arm. But then knew there was going to be a way out. So he looked around the room. He saw the hairpin... That's it. All goes with the game. It yeah, all goes with the I game. I get that, but for some reason, like it had those gory moments. It had those scenes. It had that, but it never really felt like it was like a. Oh, it was just kind of. It just was happening. I never had that moment where I was like, "Oh shit!" or "Oh my god!" It was just kind of like. I thought a couple. I had of, a the, couple the traps of those were shit. No, no, no. Gross. The traps were gross, but I never really had that "oh fuck" moment. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with him there. That's since since I saw it. I've kind of thought about the twist at the end a little bit. Bland. It was like mm, you it was kind of saw it like, eh. It wasn't a surprise. Well, I, I kind of my ears surprise. kind of perked up a little bit when they said that he was found with that meat packing plant skinned and hung from like hooks, meat hooks, but you didn't actually see. I said that. Well, yeah, I, I was thinking the same okay. thing. I was with you there. I was with you there, but just all to, the other bodies you see, but you don't. Yeah, see so I, like yeah, but it wasn't like a gut punch like. I don't know if it just lacked, like, a certain cinematic level Mm. where it involved the music and, like, the scenery and, like, did something with that. Maybe Mm. that's all it was. Like, it was just missing that certain element. Going But it just felt like it all just kind of blended together. It never really – there was no – there was ups and downs, but they didn't really feel – like, I never – yeah, it just – I don't know. Weird. So that's actually – that's a perfect way to tie it back into what I was saying about 7 before with this, right? So obviously, like – Clearly not as good as Seven, as we already said, right? But Seven's one of my all-time favorites. But they are, they do have some similarities, okay? And one of the things you just kind of talked about was the feeling like... They didn't feel like the entire movie. Everything was just, like, in downtown of a city, exactly like Seven. The only right. difference is that it's raining every second of yeah. every day in Seven the entire time. But Seven feels, like, so claustrophobic. And I feel like this movie kind of felt, like, the same way. Seven has a much... It builds tension much better than this movie. Oh, that's wait, the only again, problem. Again, that's the apples only, and oranges, but that's, I'm that's, pointing out well, similarities. But see, that's, that's what I'm saying, though. No, it is similar. But that's literally all it's really lacking is that tension. It never truly builds any tension. I guess it depends on how much mind. you're invested in Chris Rock's character, Zeke Banks. I guess it, um, it depends. The only tension, like the time that I felt like there was like a crunch, like a time crunch, which kind of gives away my favorite scene, is when Chris Rock realizes that the clue that he read... He went to the wrong place, and it was actually the the captain that was. Right. And that's the only time that you're like, oh my god, is he going to make yeah. it? She's like in a. Probably but I think also thing. maybe maybe to your point that they're shooting this in a sense that like you don't know what time it is exactly because it's not happening in real time. Like they're very right. vague with right. their flash forwards and flashbacks, right. and you're not really sure if this is happening at the exact same time or if it's happening like an hour before. So the way they the way they do it in this movie, which again draws my draws me back to my seven comparison. So seven right is very much like famous for not actually showing the murders take place, which are yep. disturbing and disgusting, and I'm happy they don't, but showing the grisly aftermath. Right. And I feel like this movie flirts with that for a split second. Like you see some of these police officers fall into these traps. And then it cuts away for a second and goes back to Chris Rock's character. That's a good point. You're like, okay, am I not going to see this person die? Oh, and then they show the person die a horrible when death. When they find them. Ex- well, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. Perhaps so, it's that simple, though, because when you're watching Seven, you don't really know who's going to die. When you're watching this, you have that background of Saw movies where you know if someone's in that trap, they're going to die. That person's right. dead. So there's really no. Um, like, there's no tension in that, is this person going to live? Are they going to make it out? Right. What's going to happen? You're like, they're going to die. I just don't know how they're going to die. You're absolutely right. That's all it is. That's the only difference between the two movies in reality. Right. So maybe I'm being a little too hard on the movie because it had to deal with the fact that everybody already knows that these people are going to die. I'm with you. I'm 100% with you there. I feel like when you know going into a movie where you know there are tons of people that are going to die... 
like okay, so one of them dies. Like it's like okay, great. And once they set died. that precedence, and the first yeah. person dies. All right, which one of the which one of the main characters is going to die at the end? Maybe yeah. they should have changed the way they you know? Maybe you shouldn't just all be like flashbacks or whatever right. it is. Like retur- like maybe actually have one happen like on point, like at the same time, and you see right. the whole thing. So can I reference uh, one of Chris Rock's song? Songs, sure. Yeah, the Champagne Room song, mm-hmm. "No Sex in the Champagne Room." When he's like the Chris Rock classic, Gemini, you're gonna die twice. Like, yeah, yeah. you love that song more than like, anybody that I know. You're gonna die twice, and remember, there's no, no sex, sex in the, the Champagne, champagne room. room. None. None. <laughs> I love that song. It's so great. I've heard it a million times because of you. I know. Oh my God. All right, let me just finish my thought on seven here. Right, so. Another similarity to Seven, this is much more of a police procedural than a Saw movie, I feel like, which is a refreshing direction for the series to take. And it depicts the two main characters. So in this movie, Spiral, it's Zeke Banks and his dad, Chris Rock, and Samuel L. Jackson. In Seven, it's Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt, Somerset and Mills. And they're both, all of them are flawed individuals and flawed police officers. You see it with both of them. So I feel like that's another similarity. And we already talked about, uh, you know the uh the cutting away before the gore and all that stuff but just kidding we're going to show it anyway but i feel like that's where the similarities stop because they show everything here which leads me to my next point the traps and kills in this movie were pretty intense yes but they should be as they should be but there's fewer of them you know they say ostrich is better for you but you eat more of it um, wait, time out. What do you mean there's fewer, like, fewer of them? I feel like there's fewer traps and... You didn't get that Seinfeld reference? You're not going to give me any Costanza credit on that? Uh, <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was. Of course it was. Of course it was. I didn't... I don't... What, 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 what... When George is eating the ostrich burger? I don't remember that. What is he doing that? At You've the, never seen that scene? He's sitting, at, uh, sitting yeah. at the coffee shop with Jerry, and he's eating an ostrich burger, and Jerry asks him about it. He says, yeah, he says, it's ostrich. It's better for you. You know, they say it's better for you. But you eat more of it. I don't remember that <laughs> I scene. I can't believe you don't know that. I should know that. Oh, wow. hashtag Seinfeld. Oh, wow. my God. Okay. I feel... What? Like <laughs> so are you serious about that or no? That was a, a quote. No, I'm saying I think there are fewer traps and kills in this movie than there are in most of the other Saw movies. I'm not saying four or five in most of them. I mean... This one had, like, four, maybe five. No, and the I other feel ones, like I feel like, have, like, seven or eight. Really? Yeah. Uh, I've only seen, like, the first two. Dude, so I, I feel like... I and and they were more spaced out in this movie. Maybe that's what it was, but I thought so. I, I felt like I less. I think I see a number to, to validate that. Because I feel like there's Look it up. some... Look it up. There are some of the Saw movies that not... Um, what about the first one? How many uh, people died in the first one? I feel like it was, like, four or five. Yeah, I feel like... Right? Um, no? I don't know. I'll have to go through that. Well, but, I, I guarantee uh, well, you that the sequels... Yeah, I so guess. Okay. The Saw 1 is the best quality Saw movie, but the sequels pretty much just tried to gross you out and try and kill as many people as they could to make money in October around Halloween. I'd say they so had at least So, some of these Saw movies have to have more than four or five kills. They had at least five people that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay, well, fair enough. I'm just... I just... I mean, that, that was my sense. opinion okay. watching fair, it. Okay, fair, fair. That You're was my entitled opinion. to It just felt opinion. like they were more yes. spaced out and You're there probably were fewer right. of them. And, you know, we kind of already talked about this, but, you know, I feel like I, I mentioned because they portray it, 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 like, things should feel like higher stakes because the victims here are police officers. And it's obvious, it, it's it's hard to ignore, you know, the type of commentary the movie is trying to make about, you know, bad police officers and that type of thing, which, you know, we'd be remiss if we didn't at least mention it. Obviously, it's a controversial topic, but, you know, you watch this movie and there's no doubt about what message they're trying to send. You know, that's what sure. I can say. Yes. So... Guys, I've seen two, I guess it depends on what you qualify as horror here, right? So I've seen two 2021 horror movies so far that were were, were released this year. Willy's Wonderland, which I just talked about, and we all saw... Say that three times fast. Willy's Wonderland, Willy's Wonderland, Willy's Wonderland. Wow, good job, Michael. And we all saw Godzilla vs. Kong, so yes. I would ask you... I guess Mortal Kombat. Yeah, because we, we, that we one Mortal Kombat yeah, Mortal Kombat covered that, so... Um, so where would you rank this movie amongst Mortal Kombat, Godzilla v. Kong? Catherine, Andrew, out of anyone? three, so out of three, what'd you like the best? I like this. I would best put this I was second. Reading... I would put Mortal Kombat first, Kong third, because Kong will be last as long as movies come out. It'll so you're saying Kong left. permanently is camping out at the bottom of your 2021 yeah. movie range? It'll take a really bad movie for that movie to move up. Oh, that's not fair. I liked it. 
can't believe how Stupid. irrationally mad you are at a, a giant monkey fighting a giant lizard movie. This just wasn't good. It was boring. Oh, oh God. Boo. Catherine, what about you? What did you think of this? Um, I, Ran- I guess be, amongst, amongst the other two. My number about. one, Mortal Kombat, would be number two, and then... Godzilla vs. Kong will be number three. So you agree. Okay, it's only three movies this year so far, Andrew. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> there's still t- plenty of 2021 to go. I have a feeling Mike's going to put Kong number three, too. Oh my gosh, you're going to ask me. I, I am, I am, and I have, I, basically it's it's this movie, Mortal Kombat, Kong. But I, I don't think that Kong is a distant, distant like, whatever the bottom no, of my list say, like you do, no. I know. We should really do, at the end of the year, a countdown for all the 2021 movies and see if Godzilla vs. Kong is still on the bottom of your list. We should absolutely do that. It will we, be out of spite. I don't even well, care if that No, we're, we're going to do counttowns of certain things for the year because we can't do an anniversary episode every year. Maybe there could be year, another so. mid- you don't think maybe that, that's going to be Mar 2 mm. comes out. Nope, still be calm. I've already stated it. It's happening out of spite, Jerry. Fair spite. enough. Spite? Can't return it because of spite. What do you mean? All right, let's get into some facts real quick here before we get into our categories and uh, and wrap wrap this up here. All right, so for facts. Obviously, this is the first spin-off movie in the Saw film series, right? It's directed by Darren Lynn Bousman. This is actually uh, the, fourth, the fourth film of the Saw series that he's worked on, including uh, Saw 2, Saw 3, Saw 4, and now Spiral from the Book of Saw. Uh, this movie was written by Josh Stolberg and Peter Goldfinger, and obviously stars Chris Rock, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Max Minghella, I think that's how you pronounce it, and Marisol Nichols. Those are pretty much the main characters in the movie. Otis, thank you for your contributions. Uh, but the original creators of the series, James Wan and Lee Wanell, who have gone on to direct multiple awesome horror movies, uh, both were on as executive producers alongside Chris, Chris Rock, Rock for this yeah. movie, which is pretty awesome. So it's good to see this movie getting that original creative force behind it, right? Because, I mean... Uh, James Wan has gone on to do all the Conjuring movies, Insidious, Lee Whannell did The Invisible Man, uh, he did uh, Saw, I think was, no, he wrote Saw, and he, and he starred in Saw, but he's done a bunch of good stuff too. So, it was good to see that this movie kind of had that same firepower behind it, I guess. Pew, pew! Pew, 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 pew! Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, you know, after the last Saw movie before this, you know, talks of continuing the franchise kind of began. Uh, the next year after that. So the one before this was Jigsaw, right? Jigsaw, yes. It was Jigsaw, Did which we was... See that? I have not seen that. I was like, we never nope, saw that. I have not. I kind of tuned out after the third or fourth Saw sequel. I mean, too many. Too many. But, uh... So it turns out Chris Rock was at a wedding in Brazil with the executive vice president of Lionsgate Studios. Okay? And, uh... They had a you know chance encounter at this wedding. I'm sure we're probably drinking, shooting the shit, hanging out. Chris Rock got talking about the idea of pitching a horror movie to Lionsgate, and that's how the conversation started. They loved the idea, brought him in, brought him on as the executive producer, one of them, and also uh, having him co-write the movie, which is pretty cool. Good idea. Good idea by them. But obviously, we talked about this in prior episodes in the news. This movie was originally supposed to be out back in 2020. I wish right. we could have seen this movie a year ago, for Christ's sake. But it was delayed due to fucking COVID and was pushed back to May 14th of 2021, which was actually the day after we saw it, because we saw it on a Thursday night preview. Oh, yeah? On the 13th. Yeah, yeah. That's correct. Hey, so you want to hear something interesting that I found? Sure. So there was actually an early draft of this script where Chris Rock's character was actually Danny Glover's son from the first Saw movie. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that would have been cool. But also, obviously, it didn't end up happening. Danny Glover, phenomenal actor. Great actor. I love Danny Glover. Angels in the Outfield. That's kind of why I like the first (laughs) Saw one a lot, actually. Because of him. And Carrie Yules. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, you love Carrie Yules. That is true. Uh, And then, you know, hey, so we talked about the kills a little bit here. Pretty brutal. Some pretty gross stuff in there. Yes. Apparently they had to cut some shit to uh, get it down from NC-17. That's like every movie, though. I feel like they just Mm. go, here we go, and then they go, oh, God. Well, apparently the uh, director, Darren Lynn Bousman, again, is his name, went on a podcast uh, last week and said there was a scene where one of the characters uh, gets their face cut off, essentially. And uh, the MPAA apparently said, mm, not no. this time. Maybe instead of where they cut off Charlie, they cut off the guy's face. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe that. Maybe. Something like that. Yeah. It might, or it might have been gruesome. might have been like the, the skinning scene, essentially. Something like that. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Where he's hanging from the meat hooks. Maybe that. I don't know. 
But, final fact I have, you guys, and obviously this is a, a big fact for the Saw franchise. This is the first movie in the entire Saw franchise that does not feature Tobin Bell as John Kramer slash Jigsaw. I know, yeah. But you do but see a picture of him. you get a picture of him. Yep. Yep. So that's another little nod to fans. And obviously, Andrew, you talked about Chris Rock obviously being chained to the pipe with the, the saw. Right. He gets out of it. I feel like they didn't want to recreate that kill. That was just one they were trying to give a nod to the fans. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So we're on to categories, but before we do so, just a reminder that tonight's episode of America's Hometown Horror is brought to you by Bruch. Bruch, in case you haven't heard, is an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth. With powerful sonic technology and ultra-gentle bristles, the Bruch redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like that feeling when you, leave, when you just leave the dentist. A fresh, whole mouth clean every single day. Our listen- that would be the listeners of America's Hometown Horror get 15% off their total purchase when they use code POD15. That's P-O-D-1-5. Follow the link in our show notes and enter the code POD15 to get your exclusive discount and upgrade your oral care routine. All right, so that means we're on to our categories. And obviously the first one is whether or not we found this movie to be particularly scary. Catherine, you always have interesting thoughts on this, so I will defer to you first. Uh, my answer is yes. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it! Um, obviously. All the Saw movies I feel like were scary. I mean... Yeah, definitely. Um, I definitely jumped several times because that person that comes behind everyone in a pig mask like just goes, mm. boo! And so, like, absolutely, it's yeah. scary. Nothing more than jump scares, though. Jump scares, they, they get me every time. Yeah, I know. I feel like this movie was, all the Saw movies are engineered for that. Because it's jump scares and then trying to gross you out with gore. But, okay. I did agree that this had some, you know, I jumped like did once. Did you? Maybe. Oh, you did? Yeah. But uh, I didn't think it was a scary movie, you know? I mean, unless you can envision yourself in one of those traps, I guess in that sense, it's a very scary movie if you get anxiety over those sorts of things, which I feel like most people do. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. A, like, some of the worst, some of the tra- worst life scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Andrew, what about you? Scary? Yay? Nay? Well, seeing as I'm not a corrupt cop, it didn't scare me, so. Fair enough. Yep, they were definitely the target in this movie. That <laughs> is Folk Show. Catherine, your favorite scene um, in Spiral from the Book of Saul. So I was just going to say, it's the scene I mentioned earlier where, like, Chris Rock, like, realizes that he missed the clue and that he missed the chance to save yeah. the captain. This was definitely good, yeah. That was probably, because that was the most, like, intense scene because you were wondering if he would make it there in time and, like, oh, my God, when he's peeling her face off. Mm, yeah, in the, Oh, my God, it was so gross. And you were, like... Did he make it? And you don't know until he goes to peel her mm. face off, and you're like, yeah. "Oh my god!" Yeah, that was yeah. that was good because still the hot wax on her yeah. skin and it just was like peeling off like Play-Doh. That was so gruesome. I yeah, that was disgusting. Yeah. That, that was gross. gross. That, that was a, a very that, good that would have maybe been my favorite death. So tough. That's not my favorite death though. Oh, so we're just doing favorite scene. No, this favorite is scene. favorite yeah. scene. Yeah. What'd you yeah. have, Andrew? What was yours? Oh, now I don't know. My favorite scene and my favorite death are probably the same, so I don't want to give away. Well, okay. Then, well, we can wait. We can wait we can, that. We, we can wait. just put a, put a pin in that. Is okay, that so thing? maybe my... Okay, so I'll give you my favorite scene. My favorite scene is at the very end <clears throat> when Chris Rock is trying to save his dad, Samuel L. Jackson, and uh, the uh, SWAT team or whatever breaks in, and when they open the gate up... Yeah. It yeah. lifts up, trip wire. It lifts up Samuel L. Jackson's arm like he's a fucking puppet. Yes. Gun. Yeah. Kind of was. That was pretty mm. cool. That was. I mean, it was. It was pretty. It, it kind of. It was, it was like, a it nice was, trap. Yeah. It kind of was a nice, interesting commentary. I just thought it was a very just well done scene, in that it brought back when the little puppet pig lifts up. Yeah. The gun. Yeah. It was kind of like a. It was nice little. I had never noticed that until you told me that. So that was. Oh, you didn't realize that it was no, the same thing. I didn't realize oh, it was yeah. the same thing. No, I, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Good. That was an interesting scene. Good choice. That was cool. Good choice. I'm going to go shallow here and just because I it was the hardest. I laughed the entire movie. The whole opening scene with Chris Rock undercover talking to all those people. I yeah, was that was a great it. That was scene. so unbelievable. I was like, oh, my God. This is the most awesome start to a Saw movie aside from the opening kill as possible. So I love that. He's just so fucking good in this movie. I, I loved him. I'm so surprised because I feel like Chris Rock isn't in too many movies anymore. I, I feel like you weren't anticipating him to be as good as he was. And not I feel like, like he isn't in that many movies in general. No, he's no. not. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah like, I, mean, like, I mean, he does like the grown-up movies with like Adam Sandler, but like, what else has he done besides that recently? 
You think Those of anything? Those are great movies. Mm. I like them. Mm. <laughs> you mean <laughs> the Adam Sandler takes his friends on vacation I mean, movies? I love they're, that. They're, That's awesome. <laughs> they're movies. They, they are movies. They by definition, are movies. Yeah. Great. <laughs> it's almost like saying, oh, so, it's almost fun, like saying that this movie movies. was they're this like, movie was a tearjerker or so like, heart wrenching. <laughs> heart wrenching, yeah, heart wrenching. It depends on. I mean, when you think Phantasm is such a great movie, I mean, it's. On your I know what that. I don't. I never. I never. Is. I never said that that movie was heart wrenching <laughs> or tearjerking. Oh I accepted that movie for what it was. All right, all right, just all like right, this right, garbage <laughs> movie. Play nice, children. Play nice. Play nice. Play nice. You and your saw movies. Can I give you one? Can I give you one comment on the cast? Yep, which yep. is our next category, and I think you know what it's going to be. Go ahead. And uh, I can I say how so- excited I am for the uh, Letter Kenny and Saw shared universe because the <laughs> first cop that gets killed in the opening scene <laughs> is fucking McMurray <laughs> from Letter Kenny. Oh, yeah. I fucking I so it's I tweeted awesome. this out from our show account, but like I was trying to avoid spoilers and stuff for it, and they the Saw movie account tweeted out that first scene with him, right? So it was like two and a half minutes long. I was like. Fuck it, I'll cave. I'll watch it. And then I saw him in it, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this is so fucking." I'm great. so happy because we. Hurry now. We I didn't even s- notice that. We stopped Why you from telling now? us that because you were going to spoil it for us, even though I you know. read it. Yeah, I, I, know, know, I, know, I, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it was McMurray. That's that's when he started. He's like, so I know oh, he was. I remember I was him like, talking no. about. He's like, you guys won't even know who it is. Why are you not getting you? I absolutely knew who he was the minute that I saw him. Well, he had the hat on. The hat on was. I was like, is that fucking McMurray? And then I was like, yeah. I mean, I was yes. pretty... He barely... T- obviously, he doesn't talk like McMurray because that's one of the weirdest voices of all time. Right. But, like, you know, it's just... It was just funny to see. I was also yeah. balls deep in a bag of popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that popcorn was so good. Oh, my God. It was great. All right. So, uh, anything else? Anybody on the cast bother you? you have anything... Any comments? Anything you want to say? Cat? I, yeah. So, the guy who plays um, Jigsaw's copycat, the the, um, the other... Chris, the guy from Chris the social Rock's network. Not partner. a huge fan of him yeah, either. Yeah, the guy from social network. Um, Chris Mingella is his oh, name. Kind Mingella, Mingella, okay. Min- uh, kind of a bone guy. Not a big I fan. He plays. He's the Winkle. He's the Winkle Vise sidekick on, in Social Network. Okay. Yeah. So actually, my and he um, has never aged. I know he looks the same. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> one of my what friends, are you, a vampire. <laughs> one of my friends said to me. I said I was going. To, I was at the movies. I like Snapchatted it or something and. She was like, "Oh my gosh, is that the movie with the hot guy?" And I was like, "What hot guy?" I, was I mean, like, he's kind of talking he's, about he's him. Pretty she hot. was talking about him, and I was like, "Oh, um, I mean, I could see it, but I don't think I find him very attractive." I guess he's handsome. If yeah, anything, sure. I'd fuck him. I he, the the part that annoys me the most with him is that he wasn't as intense as the other characters. He mm. was like, and I guess that's kind of the role he was playing as, like, the dad yeah. that was, you know, who yeah. I would have changed whatever, him out with? Zach Efron. I feel Ooh, like Zach Efron in huh? that Chris role Rock and Zac Efron would have been. Oh, perfect. I would have taken Zach Efron over him. In a I mean, I'll take Zach Efron behind the woodshed. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but no, like I feel like he's better suited for that type of role because I feel like he showed his chops a little bit in the. Uh, Ted Bundy movie that he did, like he's got a little bit more. Oh, absolutely. He was actually good in that absolutely. Ted Bundy. He's movie. got a little edge yeah. to him. I right. feel like he's got that pretty face, but he's got that. Uh, he's got that Keanu Reeves. I really appreciate that. Edge. That's, mm. that's a great cast replacement, Andrew. Yeah, I think so. Zach Efron. Efron, oh, absolutely. Efron. Can we Photoshop him in? <laughs> in my dreams. Maybe I can. <laughs> so, uh, maybe where there's a will, there's a way. Andrew, I feel like you might have some nitpicks with this movie. Anything you want to? Uh, you I feel like I already gave on? a few of my nitpicks, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what they were. For starters, um, it just was kind of blah. Uh, yeah, no I one, mean, no one felt you didn't feel like the movie was blah. I, I, I didn't have like it. a I didn't have like a plot nitpick, but I feel like the twist at the end was like meh. That's it. Was, I, I liked the rest of the movie, but the twist well, was not like as good as some of the problem. other like, Saw ones. You're living up with Saw the original. How are you gonna? top that and then they give this long well and they show like the flashbacks to like where he alluded to it i'm like okay cool that was a boring part of the movie why are you alluding back to it i don't care it just was very it was a very boring movie i will say you know who my first guy was that's that's pretty ridiculous but okay i mean it's not ridiculous it was a generally (laughs) a boring movie aside from the comedic parts and the deaths it was boring you know who I thought the killer was at first? Who? Was Samuel L. Jackson Chris, or Chris Rock? I thought he was like a lunatic. No, I thought it was Chris Rock's ex-wife that oh. they only showed for like a second. I thought it was Chris Rock. 
having like mm. a mental breakdown where he couldn't remember what he was actually doing. Yeah. For a few parts. That would have been cooler. Might've I would have taken that over this blah. Yeah. This oh my God. You Chris, killed Chris Rock Daddy. is actually the killer. That would have been weird. Yeah, that would have like been, like, been more mm. of like a um the 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 dark half kind of mm. that that movie or plenty of other movies. Right. So, so okay, my yeah. nitpick turn. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so I have two nitpicks. Okay. One, to go off of what Andrew was saying about um, when Samuel L. Jackson died, you knew, I hated that I knew going into it, he was going to die either way. And I feel like everyone knew he was going to die either way. Like, there was nothing at that point that he could do except shoot him and make him die and him die because they were both, like, he had the option to pretty much kill both of them or he was already going to die. And, like, right. you kind of knew going into that that, like, there was, like, Samuel Jackson was, like, dead. He should have said his last words to his father at that point because there was no way he could have lived in that, like, situation Probably. that he put him in. But I don't, begr- no I don't begrudge way. Chris Rock's character from trying to save his father. Of course. Obviously, you, try to, you have to try to. But at the same time... But he had to have known that it was going to be a trick. If his dad yeah. is... Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that's, like, the internal battle that he's having. But I feel like that was, like... You should have just shot him. And maybe then, I don't know. I mean, maybe then there was mm. another alternative thing or someone else was involved or whatever. And well, then, the tripwire still would have went off and Samuel L. Jackson would have still been killed. Ex- and Chris Rock I mean. probably would have stood in front of him and been killed, that's too. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. There was no way out to that. But also, in addition to that, I didn't like that, um, that his partner got killed so early. Well, in the obviously movie. he didn't. Wait, no, I know that. But I mean, it seemed like early. In it, like in general, it just, it just seemed like I was like, yeah. wow, obviously in retrospect, it's like partner. okay, that's that's they fishy. They didn't even give they don't show any like background him. on him, really. Yeah. And I I get where they're going with that, but like at the same time, I'm like, you don't know this guy at all, and you just kill him, and you're like, okay, so he's just like, I, I get that's can how I, you can throw I can I say off, can but... I say this? Can I re take my take back just a bit? Yeah, <laughs> I do think that the. Surprise twist ending was actually pretty good, but it never really felt like a twist. It just felt like there wasn't a twist. There it was wasn't. No twist. It wasn't like wow. It was just kind of like oh, that's actually really good, but I don't really care either because maybe because they killed him off. Maybe he should have been alive the whole time throughout the movie and having all these things happen, and then he would have suspected. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he should have been suspected, and that's why. It I mean, didn't I was feel like I, a twist. I, I was surprised, but I wasn't shocked. Like at the end of the first Saw movie. No, that's yeah, a that's, tough, the that's a tough. It's a tough thing, thing to do. Pull but off. I feel like if they right. kept him alive longer, maybe it would have been a little more of a yeah. like if they had made him more of like a he's helping him or like like you to make him least suspected. Not that he's dead, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, that dead guy's back. And dare I say what that? Uh, Chris Rock is Morgan Freeman to that guy's Brad Pitt. And, you know, obviously in, in Seven, Morgan Freeman develops a connection with Gwyneth Paltrow as Brad Pitt's wife in that movie. And then obviously that puts the emotional stakes so much higher. Like something well, like that. Yeah, exactly. Like you, some you sort of lose element any care like that. for that guy. You don't care about Yeah. Because you never really get this emotional attachment to him in the beginning of the movie. But obviously like, like you're meant to feel for him at the end with what happened to his dad. Yeah, but you don't really care. But he's still a monster that's killing people. I don't care. When he, like, at the end of the movie, I'm like, I don't care about this guy. He looks like he should be selling khaki jeans. I don't care. Or <laughs> Like, I really don't. But I really don't give a fuck about his character in this movie at the end because he was fucking boring the entire time. Yes, whatever you say, oh I'll do that. I want to do this. I want to do that. You're my idol. Let me be your fucking bitch made bitch. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Like he just they, he they couldn't they, they could yeah. so weak. It, it definitely was the He was the, a weak I, I so I agree with you. I think the twist Kevin Spacey aspect. you can say what you want to say about him. Right. Whoa. Yeah, and that That's movie, a villain. That's... That guy wasn't a villain. That was some like fucking guy that goes to Starbucks every day. Kevin Spacey's cool. always played a good villain between, you know, uh, John Doe and Seven and, and Kaiser Soze and, and, and in real usual life. suspects and in real life. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, he's yeah. a villain uh, everywhere. Right. Yeah. Kevin just Spacey's a just villain. a... All right. <laughs> very weak villain. Time for best deaths. Katrin. Oh. What do you got? Um. So, my best death... I think, honestly, the one that really sticks in my head that I... After, like, watching this whole movie and, like, letting it marinate a couple days... 
I can't, I can't get the finger death out of my head. That's, that's, yeah, that that's was mine too. honestly yep. the one that I like and watching him like pull the fingers off and like the whole, I, the whole it's, thing it's was, disgusting. I could barely yeah. watch it. I feel like it was, it was so gruesome. It was like it was awful. I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, it was it was very very gruesome. <laughs> Can I just paint you a quick picture? Sure, yes. go ahead. Paint, paint away. Let's say Chris Rock is in the same situation, and instead of his dad being having the blood transfusion where all the blood's coming out, it's his partner, and the villain is his dad. That would have been a lot more. Like Intriguing. even if Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. even though it seemed obvious throughout the movie, I was like, oh, maybe it's him because he hates. It would have been a better. It just would have. But it would have been a better twist. It would have been a better twist. Okay. Not even a twist. It just would have been more emotionally right? involved towards it. Because you would have been like, this guy's either got to kill his dad or yep. save his partner, who's done nothing wrong. Right. I don't necessarily think that there was meant to be a quote unquote twist. In uh, this. It was a twist. No, no, what do you no, mean? No, no. I mean, you find out who the killer is, which you're going to find out who the killer is, and then he fakes his own death. Like. It's the same thing in Scream or like any of the other basic horror movies. Like the killer fakes its own death. Like it's it's a basic horror movie rule. It's not necessarily a twist. Yeah, Scream, Scream did call it. That's right. Um, You're absolutely so right. So I would say that this would really be a movie that you anticipate that his dad is going to be in some sort of game because he hasn't reached him in days. Yeah. I mean, there's someone out there killing cops. His dad got a medal for whatever. Like, I mean, it's it sets you up to expect that he's going to be somewhere later on in the movie. So, there's no twist. This is not a twist at no, the end. No, it would have been a twist if he was no. the killer. The, on, the, you, the only twi- the only twist is that it's his ex-partner or the, his dead partner. Right, but that's, that's the twist. That's because he that's faked his own that death. He like, barely, like, but he knew for like but if you have to find the twist of the movie, that is the it's, twist it's of like, the movie. That's the problem is that he knew him for like a week. Right. Well, I, I don't know. There's how long. no emotional yeah. involvement towards yeah. that person. That's the problem. Is they pick someone that you don't really yeah. care I understand, about. I understand what you're saying. That's okay. all. Absolutely. All right. I get, all right. What, you're saying. I get what you're saying. Um, all right. So I agree with the uh, finger scene. That was my best death. That was disgusting, and that was the most uncomfortable one to watch. Uh, with the first one being a close second, I would think. Andy, what about you? The first one, though, hold on. Wait. Sorry. Before you go. The first one, though, was so fast. Yeah. That was why. That yeah. was why that was a little bit different. Yeah. Agreed. The finger one was very slow. Agreed. Yes. Sorry. And, Andrew. Andy, I, don't know. Andy I like the one with the, the... I thought it was unique was the glass one where the guy was getting glass <laughs> shot into oh his Oh, my head. God. That I was, know. That, was awful. Like, that felt like to me like that was... He was Jesus getting whipped Ugh. on the back, just lacerated, lacerated. And whatever he, that machine was that he was just... Yeah. Putting into it. Yeah, that was gross. The other one was good, too, though, with, with, the, with, <laughs> the, with the hut sergeant. Oh, the hut. The hot captain, captain, the head, yes, the head of the. Yes. Where they just every once in a while they would just show her neck on the thing, like with the wax. Like, yeah, that ah. was that was gross she was too. Slicing her spine, yeah. And she she had, got waxed she, straight there out. Was, of there was no way that she would. I mean, no, you were either getting your face melted your, or your neck cut off. Yeah, like, yeah, that was fucked up. Yeah, that there captain. was no way she was captain. My captain. But that's also a problem with the Saw... Sorry to go back to, like, the original Saw games, but, like, that's a problem. Like, she has... I mean, she can cut her, like, spine off. She's gonna die. Like, there's no way that she's not gonna die. Would you die. rather die quick or would you rather buy, die slow and right. painful? Yeah. But, but Jigsaw always had a way out. She really does not have a way out in that situation. Well, get paralyzed and have a burned face or die. No, that's the yeah, other thing, too, much. though, is none of them had a way out because they all died while they were getting out of it. Like yeah. the guy that got elected right. with the guy with the fingers, right. got, he was getting out and he died. He was the first to one, get out and he died. Yeah, while he was doing it, so it was kind of like. Well, well, he didn't no, jump gonna... off in time. He didn't rip his tongue out in time. That's... He didn't rip his tongue. Out I get fast that, but enough. he finally, yeah, that one was. But I recent. feel like Jigsaw mm. made gave them more time to really consider. Yeah, because when they finally figured it out, like it was even though he was getting out, though, like he was getting pushed, pulled up, so he couldn't get out of the right. water. It's much, yeah. it's a much so it faster. It's more like it's and, a faster and, and, pace. and Samuel L. Jackson. There was no chance for him to get no, out. No, absolutely not. That was like a fuck you. Like you're yeah. still gonna die. And it's like he, hopefully your son makes a good because Chris choice. Rock did everything that he was supposed right. to do, and he still yeah. died. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I. That's that's, tough. that's that's the other problem with it too. Is like he doesn't have the same rules. 
he cheats at the game. He oh, so maybe, maybe. Oh my gosh, maybe I'm putting all this all together right now, and maybe in the next one they're gonna say that and they're gonna punish him for something. That would be cool. Maybe, maybe. Hey, so guys, let me write the script for the next one. Yeah, you should get on that. Um, So regarding haunted attractions, which we always talk about, I'm gonna say no to this here because. So the Saw franchise has been turned into haunted houses at Universal Parks uh, in past years multiple times, and they've been consistently ranked among the worst each year. Because I feel like the Saw wow. franchise, it's all focused on gore, so like that's all they can do in haunted houses and have people pop out at you in pig masks, which gets super repetitive in a haunted house. Well, like yeah, it's cool to see like the gore gags and stuff, but it's not gonna it's not gonna scare you. you know? Well, the problem is going to like a haunted attraction. You don't want to like make it seem too real and scare you that much with that much gore. Mm. Like you can't have like blood splatter. Well, that's, on what, you. that's what Universal does though, because they you know they make movies, so they do it at their theme parks. Every Halloween. But they're going to have blood splatter. Like, you need to have, like, a 4D experience, I feel like, for Saw. 4D? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Meaning they, like... Fair enough. Cut you with a chainsaw a little bit. So, no. like, you can actually, like, see your hand in, like, virtual reality and they cut your hand off? Just a little... They give you a little it just vibrates nick. on your yeah. bracelet or something like that? Okay. Fair enough. All right. Or they splatter you with blood? Like, yeah. And all of a sudden, you get <laughs> some blood on your face. All right, and alien, they, be like alien encounter. And, yeah, kind of. Oh, and then they sue you because well, they got a stain on your shirt. <laughs> I guess now is about as good a time as any to uh, to to reveal that we will be uh, talking about. If you've made it this far on the episode, you deserve to hear this. That uh, we are going to be talking about the scariest theme park ride ever created in history, the extraterrestrial alien encounter at uh, Walt Disney World at the Magic Kingdom uh, in June. We will be doing that. So more details to come. Just a little tease for you. A little tease. All right, MVP. I feel like there's one answer. If you want me to go first, I'll go first. Go ahead. You go first. Chris Rock. Chris Rock, 100%. How could it be anybody else? I That's part of the movie. Also, <laughs> I'm also going to say Chris Rock. And Otis agrees, too. Otis agrees, too. Thank yes. you, Otis, for chiming in. Please be yes. quiet. I was going to say Samuel L. Jackson. Because that is a tasty burger. <laughs> Do you mind if I have a sip of your tasty beverage to wash it down with? Oh my gosh! Yeah, there we go. I'll just he, take. He was. He was. If I had my great. choice, Samuel L. Jackson or Chris Rock, I'm going with Samuel. Yeah, okay. he, he was Fair pretty enough. great. Fair enough. I mean, they're the two biggest characters in the movie. They probably, you know, are the biggest part of the movie. I'd say so. Easy to make those suggestions there. So, guys, last question: Would you watch a sequel to this movie? Absolutely. Andrew, no. No. We already Andrew. seen. We've already, we've already seen what happens with sequels to these movies. You are right, though. Fuck sequels. I'm all done with sequels. Unless it's Phantasm Eight, I don't want to watch oh it. He's gosh, not. He's gross. not wrong. He's not wrong about. We've the already Saw seen. Sequels. No Saw way. Sequels. I like. No. Some of them have. No. I. I disagree. No. I disagree. Obviously, because you you're no, obsessed I, with yeah. the same no, stupid movie Absolutely. over and over again. I'd like to see all of them. I think I. Um, yeah. I might even start rewatching all of them. I said I, this before. I would assume you would. <laughs> I said this before, but if Chris Rock's involved in the sequel, I'll watch it. Absolutely. If he's not in it, then I don't care. I don't How can he gonna, not be I don't be think in he's going to be in right. it, though. It's going to be, I'm sure it would be a d- direct continuation to. of his story. It ended on such a cliffhanger. Yeah. Like, how can it not be, right? He's yeah. going to so be So he kind of has it. to be. Unless he didn't like it. I mean, I think he probably liked it. I don't know. I mean, he, he co-wrote it and it. produced it. So I mean, yeah. he was in like eight grown-ups, so he'll probably do it. Oh, my gosh. I think he'll do it. I think he'll do another one. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, cool. Any final thoughts on Spiral, you guys, before we wrap this up for the night? I really liked it, and I thought it was awesome to see it in the movies, especially because that's the only place you can see it right now. I know, it's correct? pretty cool. It's a cool aspect. So, um, Good to get back in the I'd theaters. say final thought is go back to the movies, go see Spiral, and get some popcorn and some... If they sell beer and wine at your local movie theater, get a beer. Or Hopefully, they have ices for ices, you. I, I couldn't get ice ice or so some Mountain Dew. <laughs> how many? Uh, how many or thumbs? Some junior mints. Yeah, some junior mints. Love the junior mints. Minty chocolate. It's delicious. <laughs> how many thumbs would you give this movie? Um, I give it. I think I give it two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. For Just me. up. Gato. Uh, way up. Not way, way, up. way up, but way up. Not way way. So up. that's like a way B. Up. I'd say two thumbs way up. Well. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna a start minus. going. Yeah, Andrew, anything further on Spiral from the <laughs> Book of Saw? I mean, it was great that movie theaters are open again. I'm so excited for that. Can't wait to see something that I really want to see, like Candyman. Movie was solid. wasn't bad. wasn't great. It was a movie. I'm over it. Um, 
hope the next one's better. I'm going to see A Quiet Place too. That I'm sure we will. I'm, we I will can't see. wait for that. I'd say that if you're a fan of the Soft franchise, you're probably going to see this movie anyway, and I'd recommend that you do. I think it has enough in there that you're going to enjoy it, and I think that uh, it's going to satisfy longtime fans and set the path for probably a few more sequels, if I had to guess correctly, because I think this is doing pretty well at the box office, which is good. So, with that being said, I think that's all we have tonight on Spiral from the Book of Saw. This has been another episode of America's Hometown Horror. Thanks again for tuning in. We all certainly appreciate it, don't we, guys? Don't we? Oh, yeah. Let me get a hug. All right. All right. It was cute at first, but let's let's reel it in. All right. But hey, if you want to uh, follow us on social media, here's where you can do so. You can go on YouTube and Facebook and just search for America's Hometown Horror. You'll find us there. You can also find us on Twitter at Hometown Horror and on Instagram at Hometown Horror Pod. You can email us at Hometown Horror Podcast at gmail.com. And how could I possibly forget this? We have a website. We do. Catherine. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about Talk that. Talk about so it. <laughs> Hashtag news at the end of the episode. Wow. Oh my gosh. I We need to like insert this somewhere else in the beginning of the episode Maybe that I totally will. forgot about it. Um, so yes, we launched um, apod.com. And um, that's our new website. It's, it looks uh, great. Yeah. It looks fantastic. You can check out our podcast. Designed by Cat On social media and stuff. There's a few things. It's very basic for right now, um, but we're hoping to grow and have a blog and do a, a lot more with it. Do yeah, merchandise. Do some merch and stuff. So, um, yeah, yep. I'm super excited about it. It's Excellent. amazing. I, I, yeah, I, I completely... I, I put it in all the bios of our the bio pages of our social media so people can find it that way, but uh, where can they find it again? What's the what's the URL? Um, it's A-H-H... Apod.com. How about that? A website, folks. Who to thunk? Who to thunk? Yeah. Yeah, I totally. Jeez, I totally forgot about that. Oh my goodness. Me too. Me too. I know. I feel like. But uh, here's the thing you can also listen to our show on the website along with pretty much anywhere else you listen to podcasts Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, etc., 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 wherever the fuck you listen to your podcast. But do it on apod.com. That'd be pretty cool. Go see our website. Drop us a line. Say goodbye to your listeners, folks. I've been joined by Kat and Andrew. Thanks both. Bye. Adios, muchachos. Good night. Hey, everyone. It's Mike from America's Hometown Horror. and just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show because, of course, we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus, and Old Colony Cast. Head on over and give them a listen.